Hey everyone, this is Tony, Dungeon Master for D&D Raw, and before we begin today's episode, we first wanted to thank you for all the support that you have shown us. All of our listeners and the D&D community have been so inclusive, so helpful. We really appreciate everything that we have been giving and all the help that we've been getting. We also want to help our other D&D podcast friends out there, and to do that, we're going to be posting this promo before our episode begins. So here's a short clip of the Chaotic Goodness podcast. Uh, I, I'm sorry, guys. We gotta jump in. I'm sorry. What do you do? What do you mean jump in? You're gonna do a wild jump. You're gonna kill I us all. I don't have a choice. Oh, I'm no, sorry. No, this isn't good. You know what happened last time? It, we're not. I gotta go. Sorry. Uh, hold guys, on, guys. We're taking fire. Land is near a hospital. Hold on. Like what you hear? This is a small sample of the action and excitement that await you every Monday on the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. Download us on your favorite podcast app and join us for space opera, action, adventure, and lots and lots of console cleaning. Let the chaos begin. Now before we begin today's episode, we wanted to give an extra special thanks to everyone in the D&D community as we have noticed an increase in our viewership, and we know that is thanks to the aid of all of our new friends in this D&D community. We want to give some very specific shoutouts as well to two individuals who have left us fantastic reviews on iTunes. So thank you so much, Jambot Dad and Minimuns10. We truly appreciate all the feedback we get and all the reviews we are given, as well as all the help of such an amazing community. We are extremely grateful. And now on to the show. For this particular episode, I'll be going over the events that occurred as Thoven and his party entered the Shadowfell to combat the ghoulish hordes. I thought for some time about this, and decided to do this from the perspective of Thoven himself, as he was essentially debriefed about what had taken place there, and what they had discovered. So without further ado, here's the story of the first successful excursion into the Shadowfell. This is not something I discuss lightly. This realm is not like anything I've ever experienced before. Traveling through that portal felt like dying. There was a moment as I first stepped through that I thought we made the biggest mistake of our lives. I was so certain of our abilities at first. And Gertis, of course, had that unending dwarven confidence about her. We were very different people when we came back from that realm. The most terrifying thing at first was the ghoulish hordes that were immediately surrounding the portal. But thanks to a sunburst spell and a powerful channel divinity, we were able to clear a path for us through some kind of valley we found ourselves in. After taking a moment to hide out, we looked around and were very uncomfortable with noticing there were dozens of jagged black stone buildings around us that looked to be homes of some sort. In fact, it was some sort of terrifying mirror image, it seemed, of the very city we just left. One of the only differences was the open sky above us, but cloudy and 
gray, everything was dark and jagged. What eventually drew our attention was a large obsidian tower that rose up in the distance against the cloudy and gray sky. In fact, the whole world around us seemed to be devoid of color. There was a soul-wrenching cold permeating the air. We were only there for three days, but it felt like a lifetime. Every step felt draining, every breath haggard. We fought when we needed, but hid most of the time. The one thing that was constant was the sight of all manner of undead, though ghouls were definitely the dominant race, I guess you would say. Our first day of traveling to this tower was torturous, and though we took turns sleeping through what we only assumed to be night, as we could not tell the time of day, the next day felt all the more hopeless. We realized the realm itself was affecting us, and both Barax and Perrin were certain we would die here. I even saw a crack in Gertis' confidence for a moment. But it was Grimm who encouraged us to press on. And, yes, I understand the irony. We arrived at the base of the tower on our third day in this realm and found to our surprise what appeared to be some form of society. The ghouls here had ranks and spoke in some strange language to one another. There was a definite intelligence to the ghouls here. We were successful in capturing one quietly, and after interrogating it, and thanks to a detect thought spell, we learned they referred to each other as the Darakul. We successfully made our way into this massive tower, and thanks to a combination of the arcane eye spell and Perrin's own stealth, we found who we at first believed to be in charge of these ghoulish hordes. However, as Perrin spied on this figure for a few moments, he watched as a portal opened and a massive draconic entity appeared. From what Perrin described, this beast was called Zenath, and the figure he spoke to was only referred to as the Emperor. We also learned that the Emperor was using some orbs Zenath had given him as a focus for his necrotic energy to keep the portal in Von Rim open, and that without it, the portal would close within minutes. Zenath was assuredly seen as the one in charge between the two, according to Perrin. And thanks to him, we also learned that this powerful being, this Shadow Dragon, was currently holed up in some ruins deep in the Qasim Desert. We decided to wait until Zenath left, fearing what would happen if we faced both him and this so-called Emperor. But once he did, we began searching for this orb and came face to face with this ghoul emperor. The most disconcerting thing about this being was that he was in fact somewhat beautiful in appearance. Rather than the horrifying visage that the ghouls possess, there were elven features about this ghoul emperor. He was incredibly pale, had glowing red eyes, and stood at nearly seven feet tall but he had the pointed ears, the fine facial features, and the lithe frame that all elves possess. In another time, and had we been given more time, I would have been fascinated to study such a creature, but he struck at us at once. We held him off, and had it not been for our combined efforts, he would have surely defeated us. He knew spells I have never seen or heard of before. Yet in the end, it was thanks to Barax, our sorcerer's friend, who destroyed the orb that held open the gate and caused this ghoul emperor to lose focus on his battle with us. 
and then reacted as quickly as I could, sending a disintegrate spell into a wall nearby, allowing me to look out and see the portal far in the distance. As my friends gathered around me, I teleported us all to an area just outside the portal as we ran for it. However, we were all nearly spent, with most of my spells gone. We pressed on towards the portal. We were nearly there when a wall of ice blocked our way as the portal began to shrink. Directly behind us was the ghoul emperor with at least a dozen of his Darakul. As we weighed our options, knowing we needed to get back to the material plane and inform people of what we had learned, Grim, Grim did not hesitate and smashed his greatsword through the ice wall clearing a small path for us. He yelled at us to go and shoved Gerdis through the portal first. <sighs> he knew she would be the most likely to try and stop him. I watched as the magic of the walls seemed to sap the vitality from him, and the two of us looked back, as the Emperor was nearly upon us, preparing another spell. Neither Barak nor I had the energy for a counter spell, and both Perrin and Barak ran through the portal, knowing our lives were on the line. I am certain they did not realize what Grimm intended to do. My human friend and I locked eyes for one final moment, and I cast one of the only spells I had left. Detect thoughts. I will hold him until the portal closes, he said within his mind. I am afraid to die, my friend, but not if it means that my death will allow you to live. I need all of you to live. Live for me, please, Thoven. Protect my family. Protect our friends. Please protect my city. Protect Orenthal. I kept the connection up as I approached the rapidly closing portal. I kept the connection up as I approached the rapidly closing portal. I listened as Grim thought of all those he cared about, as it strengthened him in his conviction to hold back this undead monstrosity. I looked back one final time as our brave knight slaughtered the Darakul around him and even impaled the great ghoul emperor before that foul and dead leader picked up my human friend by the throat. I heard his final thought to me just before that final snap. Kill that shadow dragon, Thoven. Kill Zanoth. I stepped through the portal a second later. I knew my friends would be angry with what had happened. I took their anger on until they had calmed enough. Gerdis fell back on her faith in the gods, and knew Grim would be in a better place. Perrin agreed with me, knew that we needed to make it back if we were going to end this once and for all. Barak's was perhaps the most torn, but he knew Zanoth had to be stopped, and I think he took some resolve in that. That is what became of my friend Grim Chergoba. That is what became of the great knight who sacrificed himself so that that terrible ghoul emperor would not follow us into the material plane, who sacrificed himself so that we could live to fight the battle that would end this cataclysm. Thank you all for listening to the story of Thoven's journey into the Shadowfell and what became the beginning of the end of the dreaded time known as the Cataclysm. So please, everyone, 
Share this with your friends. Follow us on Twitter at Rules As Written. Feel free to email any questions to me at dm at dndraw.com. Also, subscribe, leave us a review on iTunes, or subscribe and leave us a comment on Podbean, Google Play, or Stitcher. And we really appreciate everyone who has taken the time to do this for us. One final thanks to everyone out there in the D&D community who have helped us with our podcasts, and to all of our listeners out there. I hope to see you next time in Orenthal.